tweet at SAFM Radio and at Aldrin Simpia. It is 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. In the next short while, we'll be in conversation with Dr. William Bofu, African politics analyst from Wits University, as we look at the remarks that have been made by the United Nations experts who have appealed to President Emerson Mnangagwa from um, Zimbabwe to reject enacting a bill that would severely restrict civic space and uh, the right to freedom of association in the country. To unpack this for us now, we are joined by Dr. William Mbofu, African politics analyst from Wits University. Dr. Mbofu, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Um, The concerns that are raised by the UN experts and also looking at uh, how government has countered this and saying that yeah, but they're basically trying to do is to also deal with uh, illicit financial flows and also how some of the money um, that goes through some of these NGOs could actually be used to fund terrorist organizations, which is a problem that has been raised at the United Nations Security Council as well. Um, given that context, uh, I mean, combining the past and the present history of Zimbabwe, uh, and looking at this uh, recent development in that perspective uh, gives us a different picture in that there might be concerns that uh, terrorist organizations are going to be funded or that other unlawful organizations are going to be founded through such money flows. Mm. But um, looking at the context of Zimbabwe, which we can get by looking at the past history and the present history, such a question and such a concern must not arise. It's just um, a tyrannical attempt by the government to close uh, the democratic space in that country as part of uh, consolidating uh, the de facto one-party state power of um, ZANU-PF. The, the, the context of that country and the, the history that is known does not indicate in any way that issues of terrorism and the funding of local organizations can arise. Mm-hmm. But as, as they argue that this is also, um, this is now the Zimbabwean government arguing that in terms of um, the financial task team, these are some of the requirements that they believe should be put in place. And as again, as I've said, that this is an issue that has been raised with the United Nations uh, Security Council as well. And South Africa was one of those countries that were highlighted as well, where NGOs are being used um, to fund terrorism. Definitely, at um, UN level, um, concerns have arisen, given uh, the history of uh, many uh, countries, inside and outside Africa, it has been uh, an effort that uh, terrorist organizations uh, utilize um, the guise of NGOs and other um, mm-hmm. non-state actors to push their money around and um, advance their activities. That one is a fact that cannot be designed, denied, I mean. Yeah. But tyrannical regimes like the Zimbabwean government um, and its history also hide under the cover of such concerns to advance um, their own uh, authoritarian and uh, tyrannical politics. So the tragedy right there is a tyrannical regime hiding behind an international relations concern, a UN concern, to advance its tyranny, actually.
which makes it unfortunate uh, opportunism and which is also uh, tragic as I have just said. Yeah. So one of the issues that the experts also point out is the powers that the minister would have. For instance, the minister would do a high-risk assessment as well as designation, which uh, would be under the minister's leadership, is also the power to suspend the executive of a PVO um, and then on the other end also appoint an interim committee. But it doesn't state how exactly this interim committee would be appointed and also looking into where they would be sourced as well. Yes, yes. There is a lot of, um, I mean, there's a lack of transparency which opens uh, room for lack of accountability there and the clear signs of uh, the monopolization um, of power. That whole pattern that is going to be there will not allow us to see how power is being deployed and who deploys it, except that the incumbent regime retains uh, the discretion and the power to decide which organization exists and which organization does not exist and how it exists. So looking at it uh, in democratic interest, the signs are tragic. Mm-hmm. And and uh, do you think that um, Emerson Nangawa, the president of Zimbabwe, will heed that call, considering as well that the country is going into um, an election? It's the uh, the harmonized elections that will be taking place um, this year. Do you think that the country or the president himself would reject the bill? Um, given his history as a, a, a political animal and the history of Zanipia as a political organization, there is no chance that uh, uh, wisdom will prevail. Uh, the fear there is that uh, the government is going to ratify that law and uh, continue to clamp down on uh, civil society and thereby um, fundamentally limit uh, a democratic space and landscape in Zimbabwe, which is unfortunate for the country, unfortunate for Southern Africa, and unfortunate for South Africa, because the politics of Zimbabwe, just as the economies of Zimbabwe, have over the years become so domestic in South Africa. Mm. Uh, the South African polity and economy pay a dear price for the political and economic tragedy that takes place in Zimbabwe. Is there scope, do you think, to raise such an issue um, at SEDEC? There will be need uh, for, 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 for uh, Africans and Zimbabweans mm-hmm. organizations and individuals, and even neighboring countries like the South African government, to raise those issues because um, as tyranny digs in and authoritarianism sets in in Zimbabwe, the neighbors of Zimbabwe, like Botswana and South Africa, pay economically and politically for errors of a neighboring government that could be corrected at certain levels. So there is need for somebody to stand up uh, to this primitive accumulation and monopolization of power and closure of the democratic space in Zimbabwe. Dr. William Bofu, thank you so much for your time. African politics analyst joining us from Wits University. It's half past three, time for the news headlines.